Hi Church, my name's Lewis and I've been at Fuse for some time now. I joined in year 7 and I'm in year 12 now. So, um, But today I'm going to be speaking to you about Peter. And Peter is probably one of the disciples that I can relate to um, because he, he had these really high moments of faith but he also had these really low moments of faith. And I think for quite a lot of us that describes our faith. But um, yeah, so who was Peter? Well, Peter, he started out as a fisherman. Um, Peter, um, just going about his business, and Jesus comes up to him along with his um, brother Andrew, and he he performs the miracle of um, of the fish. And um, from from that moment on, really, Peter decides to follow Jesus and spend the rest of his life with Jesus and. In, in this new life that Jesus provides and that's completely different to this old kind of comfortable um, fisherman life that he's used to. Um, one thing we see about Peter is that he was, um, he was passionate and he, he tended to say the right thing um, first and he was always the, the first to speak, the first to get up and kind of declare something and try, try, try his best to kind of please Jesus. Um, but just an example of this is John six sixty seven to 68. And it's, it's when all of the most followers of Jesus have kind of left at this point, apart from the 12. And Jesus asks them, um, you don't want to leave me too, do you? And Simon Peter is the, the first one to get up and he answers him. He says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And for you know, if we were to hear that today in church, we would probably applaud that. And if you know Peter was here, we'd probably encourage him and spur him on and say, "Yes, Peter, that's right." Um, and then also, like in in Matthew 16, uh, we see another another bit like this where Peter does really well as a disciple, um, and he says, verse 15, Jesus says, um, "But what about you?" He asks. Um, who, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered. He says, you are the Messiah, the son of, um, the, son of the living God. And again, we, we, we like that from Peter. But, um, yeah, and actually, even six days later, like we see that Peter, along with the other disciples, um, well, James and John, Jesus takes them up to a mountain and Peter has the, the privilege of seeing the transfiguration which is when um like literally right right in front of them um his jesus's face like it says shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light and for peter to see that as the disciple of jesus and at this point it is slowly jesus is slowly revealing to peter of who he is and for peter to see something like this um is quite a big event i think it would be quite memorable for us if we saw that too of jesus being less looking less like a man and more like the god we know he is and that's a big kind of revelation moment that peter would have had but also at the same time we we also see that peter had these really high moments of faith where he saw had these amazing experiences with god um maybe it's the modern day equivalent of go into like a summer camp or a, a missions trip and having these really kind of spiritual highs but also at the same time and I like like this because it's just really the Bible's really honest to Peter in his experience 
and maybe you can relate a bit, but actually we probably remember Peter more for the bad thing that he did as opposed to the, the good things. And that, that bad thing, as you may know, is when Peter denied ever knowing Jesus um, three times after experiencing all that he did, being called out um, and being his passionate disciple of Jesus and seeing the transfiguration, he then denied him. But I'm just going to be talking to you about that for a few minutes. Um, so it, it starts off with Jesus saying um, to, to Peter, um, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you all as wheat, um, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And once, but when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Um, and then, like, Peter replied to this because he, he didn't want to accept. Um, at this point, Jesus was talking about how he had to go to the cross and how he had to suffer to then save the world. Peter didn't like that idea. Um, so he goes up to Jesus and he takes him aside. He says, Lord, I'm ready to go with you to prison and to death. I'm, I'm willing to die for you, Jesus. And then what Jesus replies with is very interesting. He says, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times that you ever knew me. Which I'm sure Peter is probably still doubting. I mean, he may not even know what that means at this point, but later on we find out. Um, but so this is a moment where Peter disowns Jesus and he um, he's in the court courtyard after Jesus has been arrested, taken into court. And um, a servant girl comes up to him and he says, you also were with um, Jesus of Galilee, weren't you? Um, and then Peter, it says, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went to the gateway, um, so just in a slightly different place, but there are still people, um, where another, another servant girl saw him, and he said to the peop- she said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath, meaning he, he promised, like, I, I promise you I don't know the man. And after a little while, those standing there were, went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. You have to, You sound the same. You're from the same place, Galilee. Says, and then it says that Peter, he, he began to call down curses and he swore to them. I don't know the man. So immediately a rooster crowed. And at that point, Peter remembered what Jesus said to him. said, before the rooster crows, you would disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. So for Peter, this was a massive moment. You know, to... To know Jesus as your Lord and your God, you denied ever knowing him um, as soon as people started questioning you about it. So after saying, Jesus, I'm ready to go to prison. I'm, I'm ready to, to die for you. But as soon as the opportunity came up when he may have been in trouble um, and thrown in prison because of his discipleship, he chickened out. But for Peter, this was, this was a massive moment. He, he ran into the city. He was like really sorry for himself and he... No, he was. He felt guilty. He felt shame. He felt really a sense of maybe self pity, but he probably got caught up in his in his head a little bit. He probably overthought things, and he, he wouldn't he wouldn't let it drop uh, because of his guilt. I think one one question I want to ask is, okay, may, maybe the question sh- that we ask ourselves shouldn't be how close does the person need to be to Jesus in order not to fail him at all, but maybe the question is. Um, from we see from Peter's experience 
what does Jesus do when we fail him? Uh, I think, you know, well, we, we see that after the text and Jesus, after looking, looking straight at Jesus, uh, Jesus looking straight at Peter, he still went to the cross and he died for Peter willingly. He says, no, nah, I'm not going to die for people like Peter. No, he, they, he doesn't stick to his word. No, no, I'm not going to die. But no, that's not the attitude that Jesus had. He died for Peter and for me and you. And when we fail him, and even though we may get caught up in our heads and we may think, oh man, that was, that was really embarrassing. Or even if you feel guilty, um, we can always come to God for forgiveness. And we know that even though, like for us, it seems huge and it obviously it's sin because it, it's wrong. But we know that the grace of God covers all of us in. And Jesus died for us anyway, knowing like full well that in the future, 2,000 years later, um, that we would fail him probably time and time over again. And he still died for us anyway. So I'll just, I'll say the question again. Um, like the question isn't how close does a person need to be to Jesus in order not to fail him at all, but rather what does Jesus do when we fail him? And we, we see this when Jesus restores Peter and he he goes, he calls him again, he does the same miracle with the fish and he, he really goes through and reminds Peter of his whole discipleship, um, his, his whole friendship with Jesus. And he, he goes on from there and he's, he's reinstated to where he once was and Jesus says, you're forgiven and I know you love me, so feed my sheep. So he gives Peter the purpose that he had and he allows Peter to live his life and from that point onwards, um, Peter had a, well, although he got things wrong, he had, he lived his life for Jesus and ended up dying for Jesus. And I know that, you know, Peter is joining the rest of eternity with him. And I, yeah, I, le I leave you to be encouraged um, and hope that, I hope you take something away and yeah, thank you.